a man walked past me, and he told me to cheer up. Now, this isn't the first time I've heard that phrase. Men have been telling me to cheer up my whole life. But for some reason, it really stuck with me. And I felt this huge range of emotions in such a short space of time. I felt guilty for not looking happy. I felt self-conscious about my appearance. And I felt angry. I felt so angry that this complete stranger had just walked past me and told me how to look and how to feel with complete disregard to the kind of day that I might have been having and only knowing that I was a woman. So I took this and I went to my friend's house and I said, God, this really annoying thing has just happened to me. This guy walked past me and he told me to cheer up. Why do men do that? You know, I, don't, I just didn't get it. You know, like, why is that a thing that men do? And this sparked a huge conversation of sexual harassment story swapping. It was, oh yeah, well, I mean, I get told to smile all the time at work. And oh, I thought I got followed home the other day on the tube. And oh, I get touched without my consent at bars and clubs all the time. And this conversation was just endless. And we were talking about it like it was the most normal thing in the world. And then my male friends interjected into the conversation. And they said, what? Really? Every day? No. You'd think we'd notice. And to that, well, I said, well, yeah, I mean, it really is very frequent. And I'm surprised you haven't noticed. And I'm surprised you're so surprised. And then one of my male friends said, well, you know, I think I quite like it if a girl pinched me on the bum every now and again. And another one of my friends said, well, how do you know they're not giving you a compliment? You know, how do you know they're not just trying to flatter you? And fair enough. You know, fair enough. The first time you hear it, yeah, maybe it is a compliment. And maybe you don't really know how to take it. And maybe I'm just being too sensitive. You know, I'm being too easily offended. But by the fourth, fifth, sixth time, a man has driven past you in a van and said, sexy ass at you whilst you're wearing your school uniform and you're 14 years old. So you know, it just starts to lose its charm, really. So after this conversation, I realized that it wasn't just the fact that the sexual harassment was happening itself that was an issue. That was bad enough. But there was this complete lack of awareness surrounding it. And then after that, I knew that I wanted to do something to combat this. So I started interviewing women. I started asking my friends, my friends of friends, and just saying, do you experience sexual harassment? And if so, do you want to talk about it? And do you want to be photographed? And I wasn't really sure the kind of responses that I would get. I was, wasn't sure that this was something that happened to people outside my close group of friends. I especially wasn't sure if this was something that people even wanted to talk about. And so when I started asking these questions, I got two kinds of responses. The first kind of response was, yes, oh my God, which one of my 10 stories do you want to pick from? The other kind of response was, oh, um, I'm not sure. I don't think anything that bad's ever happened to me. And to that, I would say, well, have you ever been shouted at from a moving vehicle, you know, made to feel uncomfortable in a public space, you know, touched without your consent at a bar or a club? And then it was, well, yeah, all the time. But, you know, I didn't think that counted. And I realized something else. So I was having to validate these women's experiences for them and say, well, yeah, that, that counts. That shouldn't be normal. We shouldn't have to put up with that on a daily basis. And so from there, women started to come forward and share their stories. And the project, 
it started to surprise me. Because at first, when I set out to do it, I just wanted to literally raise awareness. That's all I wanted to do. And I kind of just wanted to prove my male friends wrong, bad as that sounds. But it started to surprise me. It started to become something else. It became a place where women could feel empowered about their past. It became a place where women could find solidarity with one another and say, oh, I'm not alone. You know, that happened to me as well. It became a place where women could turn something negative into a positive. And it became a cathartic experience for the women and myself to be involved with. Now, since starting the project, I've been able to photograph women in London, New York, and Tokyo, because I've been trying to collect as many experiences and stories as possible and raise awareness. Now, over the past year, I've also been able to work with some incredible organizations, such as the BBC 100 Women Challenge, the Woman to Woman Project, Hollaback, and someone who's now a good friend of mine, Gina Martin. Now, Gina, she asked me if I could shoot her upskirting campaign, because she's trying to change the law and she's trying to make it illegal for someone to take a photo up another person's skirt. And I was surprised because I didn't, I thought this was illegal. I, mean, I didn't think that that's actually something that you can get away with, but apparently it is. And so I was only so ready to say yes and to help her and shoot her campaign because of all the stories that I get through, a handful of them are from women who have been victims of upskirting, something which I wasn't even aware that really happened on the scale that it happens. So I was so happy to help Gina and help her try and change the law. Now, another thing happened last year. Women and men were starting to say, me too. And the silence on the issue began to get lifted. People everywhere were starting to say, this kind of behavior is unacceptable. It's been happening for a really long time and enough's enough. Because as an issue, which is seen by some to be small, not so serious, proposition there, hand on the waist, touch on the knee. It happens to women on such a staggering scale that it just can't be ignored any longer. Which is why I'm trying to provide a space for the women who don't have a media platform to stand on, for the women who don't have a public voice, for the women whose stories are seemed, you know, insignificant or not that serious. I'm trying to provide a space so that their voices can be heard because you should never be made to feel sexually victimized or uncomfortable in a public place. And by doing this, I hope that we can combat the normalization of sexual harassment. Thank you very much.